You are listening to the Hope Church Weekly Message Podcast. Hope Church is located in Cleburne, Texas and meets on Sundays. Pastor Todd and the preaching team desire for this message to bring life in a dark world. For more information about Hope Church, visit HopeChurchCleburne.com. The word cancer is never something you want to hear at an appointment with an 18-month-old child. You know, we, we had taken Noah to his doctor because he had had many, many, many different sinus infections. And the doctor wanted to run some blood tests because we couldn't figure out why these things kept going and kept going and kept going and kept going. And so finally, he sent us to Cook's to get some blood work. And we came back to get the results. And the doctor came to us with some news that we weren't quite ready for. He said that Noah had a level in his blood. I can't remember what it it was. I'm not the nurse. My wife's the nurse. She would tell you. But he had a level in his blood that he'd only seen this high one time before. And the time that he had seen it this high before was in a young man that ended up having cancer in his sinuses and he ended up passing away. Now, of course, this happened on a Friday. And the doctor said, I I need to send you in immediately for a CT scan to see what's going on. Of course, all these things happen on Friday, right? We got to wait over the weekend and say, God, what are we going to do? And in the silence it was difficult. You ask God these questions. Why, why is my 18-month-old, why do they possibly have cancer? Why is it that I have to wait so much time to go in for a CT scan? And sometimes we feel like God is not there. Sometimes we feel like God is silent. You know, it reminded me of a story of a man named Noah. I've got stories of two Noahs today. Now, Noah was a righteous man. He lived in a world that wasn't righteous. And God came to him and said, Noah, Noah, I want you to build an ark. And the interesting thing is he told him he wanted him to build an ark when Noah had never seen rain ever before in his life. And so God was telling Noah, I'm going to flood the earth and destroy everyone. But I want you to build an ark because I need you and your family to be saved. Now here's the thing. I've always wondered. I love the story of Noah because it talks about the faithfulness of Noah and how he did exactly what God asked him to do. But I always find it funny when people decorate their child's playroom with Noah's ark because they've got the ark and all the animals and everybody looks so happy but what they leave out and I know this is I'm I'm messed up in the head I'm I'm a preacher and these are the thing what they leave out is the people in the water banging on the ark saying let me in let me in right why would we put that in our child's nursery I don't know I mean just to give them nightmares the rest of their life But this is not really a happy-go-lucky story. God 
flooded the earth and destroyed mankind because they did not want to listen to God. So if you have your Bibles, grab them. Go to Genesis chapter 7. We're going to start in verse 17. But before I do that, uh, I want to say hi to a few people that are watching. Uh, Hey, Deborah. Hey, Courtney. Hey, Diana. Hey, Cassie King. All the King family. Hey, Deandra Baldwin. Hey, Chris. Ellen. Sharon. Francie. Uh, Keep scrolling back. I know my wife. Kids. Hey, Crystal. Hey, Isaiah. Hey, Jonah. Hey, Maddie. Love you guys. Um, Man, I miss you guys. And you know what? I look forward to seeing you again one day here at Hope Church. I've seen a lot of you throughout running into each other during in town. But guys, what I want you to know is God's still on the move. After all this is over, he's still got a plan. And even though we miss each other right now, the church is still alive. The church is still kicking. And I just want you to know that I look forward to that day that we get to be back together. But the church is not closed. The church is on the move. So today, the title of my message is A Tale of Two Noahs. A Tale of Two Noahs. And we're going to start in Genesis 7, 17 through 24. Noah built his ark and now the rain came down. For 40 days, the flood kept coming on the earth. And as the waters increased, they lifted the ark high above the earth. The waters rose and increased greatly on the earth, and the ark floated on the surface of the water. They rose greatly on the earth, and all the mountains under the entire heavens were covered. The waters rose and covered the mountains to a depth of more than 15 cubits. Every living thing that moved on the land perished. Birds, livestock, wild animals, and all the creatures that swarmed over the earth and all mankind. Everything on dry land that had breath or life in its nostrils died. Every living thing on the face of the earth was wiped out. People and animals and the creatures that moved along the ground and the birds were wiped from the face of the earth. Only Noah was left and those with him on the ark. The waters that flooded the earth for a hundred and fifty days. Now here's the thing. Noah had been talking to God up until this point. But at this point, God was silent for more than a hundred and fifty days to Noah. Guys, I don't know about you, but when we're stuck at home, we can't go out. We can't even worship here in the church. Guys, it feels like sometimes God's silent, but here's what I want you to know. This is my first point. God is working even in the waiting. Just because we can't out get out and do the things that we want to do, just because we can't out get out and be the church, just because we can't get out and be here with each other, God is still working in the waiting. And guys, we've been at this, what, 40, 40 some odd days? Noah had 150 days at this point that he didn't hear from the Lord. But God was working. Now, if you know anything about a CT scan, if you know anything about a CT scan, it's hard for a baby. 
Now this time, at this time, you know, Noah's eight years old now, but at this time he was 18 months. He was a little bitty guy. In fact, I have a picture if, if they want to throw it up. I can't see it, but you can see it. It's of me holding Noah before he, uh, before he went into his procedure. And what they have to actually do is put a baby to sleep so that they will sit still long enough to go through a CT scan. So at that point, you know, you're sitting there. My child might have cancer, but oh, by the way, they've got to put in an IV. They've got to put him to sleep. They've got to put him into a CT scanner. And guys, I'm here to tell you, that's rough. You never want to see your child go through pain. You never want to see your child sitting there with the possibility of something this great happen. You know what you want to do? You want to get in their place. But you can't do it. You're powerless. And in that picture, I'm holding Noah because he was so upset that all he wanted to do was be held by his dad. And guys, they did the scan and you know what they told us? It's going to take 10 days for the results to come back. And guys, I'm here to tell you, that was a rough 10 days for Crystal and I. We had to put our trust completely on God that whatever happens, Whatever happens, God is going to be there. And God has this. But guys, what I want you to know today, just because God is silent does not mean he is not here. Sometimes God puts us through some things to strengthen our faith in him. And even though Noah didn't hear from him, it didn't mean that he wasn't there. It didn't mean that he wasn't working. So Noah did not hear from God for 150 days. But God. But God. What did God do? Genesis 8, 1. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and the livestock that were with him in the ark. And he sent a wind over the earth and the waters receded. Now the springs of the deep and the floodgates of the heavens had been closed and the rain had stopped falling from the sky. The waters receded steadily from the earth at the end of another 150 days. The water had gone down and on the 17th day of the seventh month, the ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. The waters continued to recede until the 10th month. And on the first day of the 10th month, the tops of the mountains became visible. Now guys, imagine, imagine what Noah had gone through. He saw the whole earth flooded. Everything he knew had changed. Everything that he knew about was different. But this was a test of faith. Because Noah had no idea what the waters were going to do. God told him, I'm going to flood the earth. He didn't tell him for how long. He didn't tell him when the waters receded. He didn't, I don't even know that he would even know that the waters would ever recede. 
but God did not forget Noah. Now, the 10 days that we were waiting for Noah's results to come back, it, it, it wasn't an easy 10 days. Because we were concerned about his sinuses. And then about halfway through the 10 days, he developed an irritation in his eye. And his eye began to swell up like something was going on. And so not only were we worried about this cancer, now, now all of a sudden, something's going on with his eye. Is this, is this the cancer moving to his eye what's going on and, and, and we took him to the ER and guys his doctor saw that we had gone to the ER because their charts are connected on the computer somehow and I was getting ready to preach that Sunday morning and I got a phone call from a weird number now you know how sometimes you get those weird numbers but sometimes you feel like you just need to pick up the phone I felt like I needed to just pick up the phone. And so I answered and he goes, hello, Todd, this is Dr. Frank McGee, my son's pediatrician calling us. He said, hey, listen, okay. I saw that you went to the ER. Don't worry about it. Everything's going to be okay. And I'm going to call you Monday morning as soon as I can get the results. And so... It wasn't all over, but I began to see light at the end of the tunnel. But guys, what I want you to understand is Noah, on that ark, he had every reason to quit. He had every reason to say, you know what, God, I've been on this stinking ark with all these animals. Could you imagine, have you been to a zoo? You know what zoos smell like? They smell like poop. Can you imagine what the ark smelled like? They did not have indoor plumbing. So they, the family had not taken a shower for over 300 days. You think they smelled good? No. You think the animals smelled good? No. But Noah very could have, he could have very easily said, you know what, God, I'm tired of this. I'm done. But Noah didn't quit. He kept his eyes on the promise so let's keep reading skip down to Genesis chapter 8 verse 20 and I want to read to you what happened then Noah built an altar to the Lord after he got off the ark and taking some of all the clean animals and clean birds he sacrificed burnt offerings on it the Lord smelled the pleasing aroma and said in his heart never again will I curse the ground because of humans, even though every inclination of my heart is evil from childhood. And never again will I destroy all creatures as I have done. That takes me to point number three. In the end, God is always faithful. In the end, God is always faithful. Guys, we have this account to encourage us to trust in God no matter the circumstances. If you feel like God has not acted in your life in a while, remember Noah. Guys, it says, if you, if you look in this, you have to understand the, the Bible, their calendar was based on a lunar calendar. 
And ours is based on a solar calendar, the sun. And so if you take that into account, Noah was probably on the ark about 370 days. And we're complaining about 40. When we want to complain, remember Noah. He was faithful. And you know what the first thing he did? I just read it to you. The first thing he did wasn't run to the Mexican restaurant to get some chips and queso. What was the first thing he did? He built an altar and offered a sacrifice to the Lord to thank him for the great things that he did. Guys, may that be the first thing that we do. To thank God for being faithful to us even during this time. Because I hear all these reports in the news. This has never happened. People have never been stuck inside like this. Okay, Noah was stuck inside for 370 days. And God took care of business while he was in there. And so I'm telling you, God is working. We may not understand what's going on, but our nation, our world is never going to be the same after this. God's people have to understand that he's working. Now back to my Noah. The doctor called us Monday. Now remember, he had only seen this blood level this high in one other kid. And that kid had passed away from cancer. And he said to me, I don't understand why the test was that high. And we had had a second blood test and and the level was still high. He said, but there's nothing there. There's no cancer. There's no nothing. And Crystal and I truly believe that Noah was healed of cancer. You know, we had to wait. I think the whole ordeal was a little over two weeks from the first time we took him into the doctor. And you're you're like, well, two weeks, that's not a long time. But if you think your 18-month-old is going to die, that's a long time. But you know what? It's funny that we had named him Noah. Because this story is his namesake. And the cool thing is God was showing us that he made a promise to us in the same way he made a promise to Noah. And that promise is he will always be faithful. Guys, we may not always feel God is working. But his work in us will never cease. Guys, we may not always feel God working. But his work for us and in us will never cease. Guys, even a 370 days stuck in an ark, God is faithful. Even over two weeks of thinking that my son had cancer, God is faithful. And guys, even even in the silence, he is working. So what does this mean for us? What does this mean for you in your life today? 
you're like, Pastor Todd, how, how, does, how does silence for Noah and, and your son, how does this all connect to my life? The first point is this. Do you feel like God is not speaking? Do you feel like God is not speaking to you? Here's the thing. Maybe sometimes you just need to shut up and listen. Sorry, mom. I know you're watching. Uh, <laughs> get in trouble. She said, I, I can see her looking at my dad right now. He shouldn't say shut up when he's preaching. He just shouldn't do that. <laughs> Uh-oh. No comments yet. Yeah, you hadn't seen it. But guys, sometimes we're so busy. And guys, we can get busy doing good stuff, you know? You know, I love, I love watching TV preachers, same as anybody else. I love me some Stephen Furtick, Craig Rochelle. Love those guys. Sometimes God just wants me to stop watching men and get into his word and listen to him you know you know and and I'm not dogging preachers because I am one but what I want you to understand is is you always need to take what we say and go God what what are you saying to me because sometimes God is speaking and you're not even listening because you're too hard headed to listen we just want to say ah that preacher ain't talking to me He's not talking to me. Well, God's talking. Are you listening? Number two, do you need to rest in his faithfulness? Do you need to rest in his faithfulness? Guys, just because we don't hear an answer from God does not mean that it's a no. He's just saying, hold on. I got this. I love my kids to death. But when they ask me for something, they want it right then. Like I'm sitting there watching TV and, and they're like, oh, dad, this is broken. Okay. Who, are, are, are you going to go fix it? Yeah. When I got time, I'm watching my show right now. The last dance is on. Come on. No, no last dance fans. Come on. Oh, come on. Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode three and four tonight. I'm excited. Um, quarantine. Woo. because sometimes we want God to do things immediately and if God doesn't wait we're not going to grow in the waiting sometimes God holds off answering our prayers so that we can grow in our faithfulness to him because if he gave us everything right when we asked how much faith would that take You know, I'm here to tell you, it was not fun waiting almost two weeks to hear that my son did not have cancer. But you know what? My faithfulness in God grew more than I could ever imagine. So my last part for today, and this is what I want you to take home. Always know that God is working even in the silence just because God is silent doesn't mean he is not working we see throughout the entire account of Noah that he was moving, orchestrating he shut the heavens and was working and made sure Noah's ark came to rest where? on a mountain because that was the best place for it God knew exactly what he wanted to happen 
God knew that this pandemic was going to happen. God knew exactly what he wants to do in you during this time. And guys, I'm here to tell you, God is reorganizing things. That's what he was doing in the time of Noah. He was wiping out some bad things and preparing the earth for something new. And guys, that's what God is doing right now. He is wiping away every foolish, messy thing in your life so you can get it out of the way because now you know what's important. Guys, you feel that hunger in your heart to come to church. You don't feel that hunger in your heart to go to the baseball field on Sunday. You feel the hunger in your heart to come to church, not to stay in bed another day. Guys, we know now what is important. So God is shaping us. God is moving us. God is helping us understand that after all this is over, may we never go back to the poor priorities that we had before now. May we keep our focus on him. Because guys, what we figured out, the things that we need are food, our family, and the Lord. Those are the primary things that we've had during this time. Everything else is just entertaining us because we have to be stuck in our house. But God, but guys, even in the waiting, God is working. Even in the coronavirus, but God did not forget his people. God hasn't forgotten you. God hasn't forgotten me. And when this is all over, guys, I'm here to tell you, we are going to see a move of God like never before. Guys, I, I don't think that we're going to be able to rush back to church, although that's what I want to do. I don't think we're going to be able to do it. But we're going to see a gradual increase. And it's going to be during this time that people are going to be so open to the Lord like they never have been before. You know why? But God did not forget his people. The church, you may not be able to meet at home, but what we've showed is nothing can take the church down because the church is you. And after all this is over, we're going to have a move of God like we've never seen before. And I hope you're ready because we're going to need you. I know I'm ready. I know our staff and elders and everybody here, the leadership is ready. Question is, are you ready? Because we're going to take God to Johnson County and the world. Because now they know that they truly need him. So guys, I just want to thank you today for being with us. I want to thank you for joining in. If you haven't yet, I want to ask you to share this with a comment. Say, watch my church or, hey, join in with us. Because people are watching this not just now, they're watching it throughout the week. And you could spread this message more than just now. But I want to close our time together as a prayer. And I want to pray with you. Because I know, like me, you're going through a time that you've never experienced before. And this is tough. But you know what? We can get through this together. And on the other side, we're going to laugh about this one day, about the, the few months that we had to be stuck inside in 2020 and all the fun stuff we did on TikTok 
which I don't quite understand that yet. Uh, I just like watching your videos. Uh, but we're going to laugh about all this one day. But I know that God is moving and working even in the silence. Let's pray. Jesus, Lord, we just thank you for this time. Lord, I thank you that we can be with each other even in this moment. Lord, I know that I'm in living rooms and bedrooms and and cars and places all over the world. But you are with us all. And Lord, even though we feel like right now there's a silence, Lord, you are working, you are moving. Help us to listen to you. Help us to tune in to what you've called us to do. So Lord, I pray today, pray for everybody watching. Lord, I pray if anybody's going through a tough time right now, Lord, I pray that you would move in them. Lord, if anyone is in their living room right now needing to hear your voice, Lord, I pray that you would speak to them. Lord, I pray for healing over people watching today. Lord, I I hear healing in kidneys. Lord, I pray, I hear for healing in joints. Lord, I pray for healing in those people, Lord, specifically that you're, you're dropping in my spirit right now. Lord, I pray for anxiety. Lord, I pray for depression. Lord, I pray that you would just make those go away in Jesus' name. And Lord, I thank you for this time. Lord, I thank you that even though we're not able to meet together physically, we can be here over the internet. It's not the same thing, but it's better than nothing. So Lord, I pray that you would prepare us for the day that we're allowed out of our ark, that we can build an altar and worship you and praise you for your faithfulness to us. Lord, we ask all these things in your holy and precious name. Amen.